are you? How the heck are you? I'm going to do a podcast. So let's get a little deeper into your story, shall we? Who are you? Oh, that. that becomes a sticky wicket. <laughs> you know, what's your juice? <laughs> let's get back on track. You've got a lot of things going on. What is it that you're curious about? You know, what you're doing? Like, let's crumble up some off for you. Boom, 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 boom. It's been a whirlwind for you. What is it that supercharges you about this? Lots going on, lots coming up. Or is that too many stuff? Did I ask too many questions? No, not too many questions. <laughs> hey there, everybody out there in Etherland. Um, welcome back to the Chamber podcast, Mind Your Own Business. I'm Mo Bellavel, the Executive Director of the Chamber, and I'm excited to be here today at eMedia, who is our partner in this project, so we thank them very much. Um, in particular, um, Jason Foote, uh, Production Coordinator, and Tim Riley, who is Operations Manager. And today we have with us for Episode 7, their fearless leader, Executive Director Jeff Mastriani. And we're very excited to be here with him today and getting a glimpse into who he is and a glimpse into eMedia, who they are, what they do, and why they do it. So shall we begin? We shall. Excellent. So, Jeff, let's get right in. How the heck are you today? I'm doing pretty all right, Mo. You know, I'm managing to stay healthy and, uh, Yay. you know, in this quasi-winter, whatever it is now. <laughs> it's actually cold out today. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been a weird one, yeah. for sure. So, let's start off with exploring a little bit, shall we, we shall. as to who you are. Give us a little brief... My bio, you know, I'm asking myself that. Is well, it is the, the exis existential to, question, is it not? Still, that. Um, well, you know, um, I am the executive director of East Hampton Media, yes, you uh, are e media as we've currently rebranded. Yes, um, how's everybody responding to your new rebrand? Well, you know, we we haven't really hit the ground running with it yet uh -huh, um, okay. only because of the fact that there were a couple of things that needed to fall into place like we needed to do website uh-huh and the websites are it's very close oh, good. we're we're it's imminent at yep. this point like we're a couple of weeks out probably pending um so you know as you know that kind of tends to be the hub you mm -hmm. know the linchpin for all of our other social media and all these other things and, right and so there's a lot going on there yeah yeah let's yeah. we'll talk about that though too yeah um and so yeah i mean there are a lot of things that have happened over the course of the last year and i just celebrated my first year in november yay where were you before you um, came here i was actually in amherst at amherst media mm -hmm. and i was the uh, director of media technologies uh production coordinator intern coordinator uh, mm -hmm. custodian, I mean, everybody uh, <laughs> coordinator, <laughs> nonprofit world, right? Yeah. It's, yes. I understand how it works. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then this job opened up and I jumped right on it. Nice. So actually I, I had gotten the job posting from my former director from my time in Brattleboro. Nice. That's where I, I started my media, our community media mm -hmm. journey was at Brattleboro community television. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I was there for five years full time. I had actually volunteered with them for about four years. This is Brattleboro. Previously, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, and then I split for a little while, jumped back into the for-profit nightmare land, doing corporate world, AV systems integrations, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then the job at Amherst opened up. Nice. So 
that's how I landed down here in the valley. And uh, nice. Do you live here in yeah. East Hampton or? Actually, I live in Belchertown. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have a little bit of a ride. Not bad. It's no. a nice ride, actually. It's a nice ride. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. your coffee. Listen to some podcasts. Sort out your day. Right. Decompress, Listen to some podcasts. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, excellent. So now you've got uh, a year behind you, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering what is your, what is East Hampton's, East Hampton Media's or E-Media's e <clears throat> mission? So uh, officially, our mission is to empower members of our community to become digital media content creators, oh. uh, to give a voice to the voiceless. That seems to be kind of a nebulous thing. But, it is. But, you know, um, to give people the opportunity to have the tools and the training to create real, you know, professional, depending on how far they want to take it, Right. Uh, digital content. Um, we offer... Pretty much everything you'd want to have, um, mm -hmm. short of like professional grade cinema cameras. I mean, we've got obviously this studio. Yeah, which is um, very cool. I love being here. Yeah, yeah, it's a great space. It's it's an extremely versatile space. Yep. Um, you know, we are set. We are moments away from a production at any given time. Somebody could walk in here at and the drop it, of a hat. At the drop of a hat. You know, Jackson can be on that and fire up the cameras and the I lights. I love that and, about Jackson. He's he's doing a great job. Yeah. 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 So, excellent. But you know, we've moved into podcasting. We now have an actual yes, podcasting studio. You know, you have sort of pioneered that for us here. Yay. Um, you know, obviously you are trending a little bit more with modern trends and doing it as a, a video podcast. Yep. Um, and not just audio, but we do have a really nice audio podcasting slash voiceover slash yeah, whatever it's pretty cool uh, space that we just opened. Um, we're, we're making, uh, some serious investments right now in new equipment. Okay. We're going to get to that. Yeah. I want to talk about how your mission as it is today and what is your vision for e-media and how, how are you tying those two together? Um, so, you know, where we are in the world right now, obviously coming out of pandemic, everything shut down. Which someday there's going to come a point when we, in stop, saying we that. stop talking about right, that. Right, right. I don't know when that'll be. Me either. But, but wouldn't it be nice? It would it's be, coming. It would be nice. Yikes. Um, but we have to acknowledge the fact that yeah. that brought operations I know. to a standstill. And here. I try not to bring it up anymore in conversation, but mm. it's in particular when I'm having these conversations. Yeah. But it's just, it's almost, it's unavoidable. Right. It's, right. Um, for us, however, and us being folks working in community media, um, it really changed things. Um, so where our mission was, you know, on one hand, we are sort of the default kind of um, archivists for the communities yep. where we're there to videotape and record events, things that are happening, municipal meetings, all of those things, yeah. rebroadcast them, put them out there for the world on demand. Um, and then also, on the other hand, being this facility, this resource for the community to both bring in folks to train them to, to do things that they would like to do, um, to um, be a, a resource for other nonprofit organizations, for instance, you know, to, to help them um, create promotional 
things for themselves for their to, to help them further their mission Missions, in the community yeah. um you know provide reasonable production services um for events like you have um, yes for the, um, the women's leadership conference uh she leads and most recently you helped us right. with um ignite mm-hmm. and um help us to put that a piece of that out into the world which is you yeah. know it's, it's actually really important that you bring that up because you really have been a great partner in helping us tell the chamber's story and mm-hmm. getting it out into the world you know and it's it's a it's a slow and steady process but you've been a you've been a firm and steady partner so that we really appreciate that yeah yeah and it's important that you know we stay relevant in that way yeah um and i don't think that we've done a great job and by we again going back to sort of the royal we as public <laughs> access centers right we haven't done a great job of promoting ourselves. Yeah. And I think that there are a lot of people that are still unaware of the fact that we're here. Right. That we have this place, that we have the facility, the, the equipment, the expertise, right. that sort of thing. And for a fraction of the cost for even just a camera, right? right you can come in here, become a member, get trained. You have this place. You have all of the equipment, everything at your disposable, at your disposal. Right. Uh, and and you could do whatever you'd like. So um, you've used a couple of terms. You use community access and community media. Media. Yeah. Can you help us understand what you think the difference between well, those two are? They're actually the same, and uh, it's just because we had been peg access, which is you know the uh, designation for the channels that we broadcast the the types of content that we create there are yeah. essentially three public education and government right so that was the peg oh I so see. forever it had been peg access yes. and then it was community access or public access and now we're moving to the community media but i still kind of slip up occasionally sure 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 and and combine them okay so, so it's the same it. thing okay it's all the same okay great yeah. um and does every community have a community access um, organization within them? Maybe not in the community, but certainly within a, a reasonable proximity, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so not every town Not has... every town does have their own, but I, I think... So for instance, like Brattleboro, we were regional. Right. We covered eight towns. Uh-huh. So while we were Brattleboro Community Act or Brattleboro... <laughs> Brattleboro Community Television. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we also covered, you know, the eight surrounding towns, mm-hmm. municipal meetings and all that stuff. So we were sort of the hub mm-hmm. for that area. So that's a typical scenario as well. I just feel like we're lucky here in East Hampton. You know, I was thinking about that actually this morning too. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't rec- recall many, and maybe it could have been just an awareness problem, but I don't recall many other communities that I have been in that actually had access um, media. Certainly the size of the community is a contributing factor, yeah. um, given the fact that we are essentially funded by the I think it's so cable cool. it's so companies. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this was, the, we've been around a long time, not we, yeah. uh, actually we're fairly young, actually quite young. E-media compared you're talking to, about. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, E-media is, um, depending on who you talk to, I think we were incorporated officially in like 2007. Really? As East Hampton Media. 
And then we existed as uh, ECAT, East yes. Tampa Community Access Television. For That's a name that I time. hear floated around when I'm out and about. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had the same issue in Amherst. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, the previous two organizations I was involved with were 40 years plus oh. old. So it's a lot of history. That's a lot of, you know, right. content, a lot of archived right, right. happenings and, you know, momentum. Really. So speaking of content, <clears throat> you said, you mentioned that you um, provide a platform for unheard voices. Mm-hmm. And so what does that mean? Like who, like who falls into that? Um, or could it be underrepresented, all of us? you know, members of our community? You know, that this is a, the ultimate free speech vehicle mm. for our communities, really. Um, we have no, um, no stipulations placed on what you can do here. The only one really being that if you come in here to do something, then it goes on our channel. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you use our equipment to create something, we get some or all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, you know, we have to be a fair and open resource for everybody. You mm-hmm. know, if somebody wants to come in here and spot off some crazy political whatever, we can't say no to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly it can't be slanderous. It can't be. Profane or hurtful. And then, you know, on the other hand, we have to give the other, the opposition, that same exact time and attention. And, you know, um, but yeah. um, And I think that's part of what my job is now. You know, after my first year, it was really kind of just getting organized, Mm -hmm. getting this place back and ready to go. So that when people start coming in and, and they are starting to come around. Oh, good. Um, that we're ready for them. Right. And, uh, and then as I'm moving forward, you know, into year two, now is about outreach. It's about me getting out, meeting some of these folks, meeting with other nonprofit organizations, mm-hmm. getting familiar with the work they're doing, seeing how we can help them, mm-hmm. you know, letting them know that we're here for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Um and um, I'm excited for mm-hmm. that, actually. Do you have any thoughts and or ideas about how you might be able to do that for other organizations? Or are you just kind of not wanting to plant that seed and see what arises as far as creati- you know, creating new um, <clears throat> content? Well, I guess first and foremost, you know, what we want to be able to represent is that resource for people to to do what they need to do to further their cause or their mission Mm -hmm. meaning if they want to create psas or if they want some sort of videos created you know if senior services wants to come in here and Mm -hmm. and have us you know help them create some content that is then pushed out to that population Mm -hmm. um, to help again with whatever message they're trying to get out to the community um you know, we're here for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest piece of this for us, unfortunately, is that we're just very short-staffed. I've got myself and, and, and my team here mm-hmm. of two people. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have the time to be able to go out and do all these things for people. Right. 
ideally we would like to be able to you know appeal to their need for these sorts of things and then have them find some folks within their organization mm -hmm. who would either volunteer or what have you to come in here mm -hmm. get trained and then we can help them do whatever they need to do uh, in a support role mm -hmm. so um what let's talk about that and and um funding because i don't think folks really understand how you do you mind talking about not how that all. works and Absolutely how not. moving forward you know things are changing really rapidly for you mm -hmm. um and your work yeah and how that's going to look and what your vision is for 2023 and how that if, if it ties in so um the puzzle basically looks like this the city contracts with the cable provider or i guess Technically, the cable providers contract with their right. respective communities, municipalities. In Massachusetts, that's actually town by town, does that individually. I've been in situations where it's actually the state that does that negotiation to allow for business within the state. But in Massachusetts, each town signs essentially uh, what's known as a franchise agreement mm -hmm. with the cable providers. And that's a pretty hev heavily regulated industry, isn't it? Um, in certain respects, yes. Yeah. Um, the cable end of it more so. Right. But now we're That's seeing, you know, every cable provider is also an internet provider as well. Right. And they are not actually regulated right. on that part. And that's where they're making most of their money. Right. Um, but so the city will enter into a contract, a 10 year agreement, we'll say, with the cable company to basically allow for right away over the existing wires and yep. the infrastructure to be able to transmit their service. Um, and so as a part of that, the cable company um, agrees to essentially profit share a mm. certain percentage. Yep. Uh, and then that is for the purposes of community media or yep. public access. Yeah. And that's how it all started was yep. that as this infrastructure was being built out back in the 70s, we'll say, um, communities were like, well, you're running your wires through our town, you know, mm -hmm. how, you know, we need to get some it's sort a of good deed. way to get on. It's a good deed. It's utilize. an olive branch. It's yeah. a partnership-ish. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> Ish, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, at this point, all of our funding comes from that franchise agreement. We then... We then contract with the city yep. to provide services for the city. Yep. And then and then basically the city's passing that money through to right. us. And you have two communities that you're working with? We work with East Hampton and South Hampton. Yeah. 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 So um, you know, very different yeah. population sizes, population densities. So, you know, East Hampton has a lot more folks here. So that translates to Well, it's a different a, character a larger, also. And the character, but in terms of the actual dollar amount that we're right. receiving, um, there's a pretty major discrepancy there. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't really matter. Ultimately, right. we're here just as much for Southampton as we are for right. East Hampton. Right, right. Yeah, um, get that. This is their place, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, we are, you know, that's it. So what does that mean? For us, in terms yeah. of you know, now that people are moving away from cable, 
um, and myself included. Myself you know, as well. I just right. had that conversation with you. Um, that's not great for us. I mean, the cable company doesn't care either way. They're making money on the other end. Right. As they, you know, people, everybody wants internet service. So right. that's where they make all their money. Um, but certainly that dip in revenue and cable revenues right. equates to us having less funding going right. forward. It's a big problem. Right. Um, and it's a big problem for, you know, for what you do and what you need to do it requires a lot of money yeah you know these microphones that we're talking into right here i can't even i mm -hmm. don't even know but the lights the cameras yeah. all of i know you're well, our overhead the... really is the biggest thing right you know i i'm i'm understaffed i right. could easily use one more full-time person oh. without a question yeah um two would be fantastic right um imagine but that's that's where we're suffering you know this equipment you know we buy this one time i can write a grant you know, to buy capital. People are giving money away for capital yep. all the time. Um, but it's the, it's those things, the operational right. part of this. Administration. And administration. And, and those mm -hmm. things are our rent, our, you know, the electricity to run yep. the lights. Yes, I know. All that stuff is not getting cheaper. Yeah. Um, and so we have to figure out how are we going to fill that gap. Um, and so there are a number of ways we're looking at to try to fundraise, to try to get sponsorships and underwriting and that sort of thing mm -hmm. so that we can essentially try to make up for that lost revenue. Right. The bigger part of the problem, though. And we can become members. That's correct. Right. I mean, we have a whole membership structure now yeah. that we've sort of retooled. On and your website. We're, we're rolling that out with the new website. And uh, as of really January 1. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're hoping that, um, you know, people will see the value in what we have to offer. Um, and by people, I also mean organizations such as yourself. <clears throat> um, I cannot, I don't even have the vocabulary really to stress what, how I feel about what the potential is of what it is that you and I are talking about, A, right, right now, mm -hmm. and B, the power and the um, potential reach of a podcast and helping to get your story out, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's, why would and you And everything that happens here can be a podcast now. Why, right, yeah, why wouldn't you want to do it? It's just that simple. It's no, thinking of podcast more, number two in the back of my head. Two more we'll mouse clicks in Jackson's... Right. And we've got a podcast version. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. You know, the other thing is that we are meeting people where they are. So so we are streaming, mm -hmm. right? This wasn't a thing a year ago. No. Um, we just invested in a whole brand new playback system for our channels. So everything that's going out on cable is also going out online at the same time. So that's great. You know, that's a that's an awesome service that we're able it's to incredible. offer. It's incredible. Imagine However, the power of that. It, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Anybody can get us now. Anybody can watch our right. channels 24-7. And, and one of you can come and sit and do this yeah. or in the podcast studio. Right. Right. Um, and be in the world. Put yourself out exactly there. exactly it. Quote yourself. It's a new thing I'm doing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, we are 
kind of putting it out there. Like we are, we're, we're making the investment yeah. you know, in our facility, in our equipment, in the services we're offering. We're closed captioning now, live meetings, you know, these things that are important that we know people want. And that's we're trying of, to meet them. And, and that sort of to, thing, closed captioning, that is, it's not, a, you know, it's not just something that you do. There's equipment involved. Cost. Cost involved. It's not cheap. Right. Yeah. But you're, yeah. but you're part of your mission, it seems to me, is to be accessible yeah. to all. 100%. So that's, you know, eventually you have to be investing in that stuff. And that's right. another cost. Yes. Rock on. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're holding up our end of the bargain here. Nice. And, um. And we just want to get people through the door. Yeah. And that's, it's not just a challenge for us. That's a challenge for community media across the country. I just attended a leadership seminar um, in October where oh, I nice. met Where with, did you go? Well, it was actually online. And nice. it was um, It was offered by the Alliance for Community Media, which is the overarching sort of organization cool. that sort of works for the interests of yeah. community media. They're the ones in Washington lobbying for funding and all that stuff. So they they provided this. Uh, they nice. They do this every year, um, leadership training course. And uh, the pearl of wisdom you received from that? Oh, too many. I could make a, a big, <laughs> long necklace okay. worth. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. So, um, um, go ahead. But, uh, you know, as um, sort of unexpected benefit of that was my opportunity to meet and speak to people across the country who are doing what we're doing, who are facing the same challenges, who have seen, you know, as I started to say after the pandemic now that, you know, at one point we were responsible for this piece. Yeah. And now all of a sudden that piece has gotten to be a whole pie. And then right. some, right. we were contracted to, to live broadcast this and and cover these things and now it's actually everything now we're right know, every community media or right. community meeting municipal meeting those sorts of things for both towns yeah um, now we are somehow responsible for all that because all of a sudden now people are like oh it's way better to have this on video it's way easier to take our minutes so we're the de facto clerks now for right all these boards and committees unintended consequence yeah right um but isn't it powerful to sit with is. your peers from across the country yeah, and, and get input and feedback and best practices and all that sort of stuff? It was I went to my very first um, conference for um, executive um, chamber execs mm -hmm. and um, because I know that sounds glamorous. But anyways, um, it was so exciting. Mm -hmm. And the whole it was such a, a high opening thing for me. And I have not been the same. Yeah. Since. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty excellent. Yeah. Um, what is your, you know, all of these things that you're trying to do, is there a particular um, hurdle, one particular hurdle that stands out above all the rest besides money? Yeah, well, there's this myth, myth. I'm going to call it, like <laughs> that, that community access, community media is dying. That, oh my word. you know, because everybody has a phone now, so why do they need to come here? Oh, I'll tell you, know, you why. <laughs> everybody can do it at home in, no, in their bedroom. Can't. And uh, and sure, yeah, if you want 
a crappy phone video to be, you know, your mark in this world. Sometimes that's, that's a, sometimes that's okay and can be appropriate. Sometimes, right? Because I still do that from time to time, yeah. running around. Yeah. But there's nothing compared to what you're providing here. There's a, a huge difference in quality um, and capability, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many lights are on us right now? A lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a lot different than a ring light and, you know, right. your phone stuck in the middle of it. And people are doing great stuff with that. Don't get me wrong. Yes. That's not – I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. No. Um, but that is certainly taking away that convenience, that all that stuff. People don't have to come here to do things. But, you know, that that's one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, this – we offer a whole other level of opportunity for mm -hmm. people here. Right. So, um, so that hurdle is, you know, trying to get people to understand, you know, yes, you can do it this way, but you can also do it for real here. This way. And, yeah. uh, and that's a big difference. Yeah. Um, and then our distribution platform is much bigger. Right. And already established. And, you know, I can't say enough for that, you know. Yeah. Um, Help us understand that because I don't know that I necessarily understand that. So and everything we produce here obviously goes on our YouTube channel. Right. So there's one thing. There's right. your already built in YouTube channel. Your links, everything is already taken care of for you. You can get that link. We send them to you. You mm -hmm. embed them on your website or however you want to use them, send them out to the world. Um, so that's done for you. Um but we also share all of our content uh, with all of the other access centers so that, you know, the, we have an aggregate site oh, that, that we upload our content to. And if people choose to, they can download it and show it on their community stations as well. I did not know that. Well, now you know. That's very cool. And it's, so really, it's really, the you world know, is we can oyster. even provide you with the information of who to call. You know, if you want this showing out in Framingham or you want this door. showing in Boston or Manhattan or wherever, really? you know, we can network you in with those people as well. Oh, so, <laughs> and I don't think, you know, there. It's, I've been at this for a long time. So yeah. I think I have a little bit more understanding of, of the possibilities yeah. um, for people that are doing this, um, yeah. you know. You're a man of potential. Well, I like that. Probably, yeah. I love that. But also, you know, I'm just aware of what some of these stations are doing, you know, and the reach that they have. Right. I mean, the Newton station, um, Newton, uh, New TV is their oh, access. Right. They won a daytime Emmy for <gasps> one of their programs. No, sir. Straight up. I mean, they have Newton money and, and all that talent out of Boston and stuff. Right. Notwithstanding, yeah, uh, they they just had an idea and they put a plan together and they made it happen. And yeah, you know, um, it was actually cool. this show called The Folklorist, where it was basically a story, you know, different folklore from around Massachusetts and, right. and New England, and they would kind of role play these stories and have everybody dressing up in period pieces and they'd talk about all these different things. Neat. And it's very cool yeah. and very well done. And so, yeah, I think they deserved that Emmy. Um, oh, wow. But it's not, again, my point, I guess, being that it's not out of the realm of possibility for Here, people to do it, that. Right. And right. I don't, I, you're absolutely right. I don't think, the, I don't think that the, most of us really understand what the, 
potential could possibly be. Mm. And and sometimes I think when you say to folks, it can be whatever you want it to be, you go blank because you're like, I don't know what I want it to be. Mm. Right. 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 So. Um, and without somebody to say to you, Mo, I can put you in touch with the content manager over here and over there. And, and as a former content manager myself, if a producer called me and told me that they had a show that they produced, that they worked hard on, that they would like us to show on our channel, I always said yes. Yeah. Cool. Then why wouldn't I? Right, right, right. So yeah. I, I just don't know that we all understand, you know, you know, the actual, the, the, the far reaching potential of, of, so I, you know, I'm a farmer, right? Yeah. And so I didn't know that actually. I'm sorry, you didn't. I don't yes, think I did. we we have a farm okay. and uh, we grow we're vegetable farmers. And if you have a squash seed, right? You have one squash seed, and you plant that into the dirt, and you get it, nurture it, and you get it to grow. That's an idea, right? You put that into the ground, an idea, mm -hmm. and now it grows. Now you can get potentially up to 68, 70 squashes off of one plant in a season. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. But now you open up those squashes, and how many? New ideas or seeds are there. Right. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. We need to grow that squash plant for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> get those ideas for people because, and get some idea generation within the community as to how they can, not, not even how can they, but what is it they want? What story? What is your story? What do you want to tell? And again, that's, I think, part of how we're evolving. Yes. As we're going away from sort of just the, you know, town's, archivists yeah right to now we want to know who people are what are they doing what's their story how long have they been here yes. what does their family do how, i mean this building that we're in you yes. know, the east works building yes you know how many people's lives were impacted by everything that happened inside of this building and over then, how many years right you know things like that are, are interesting yeah and we can condense them down. You know, that's the other part of this is is um, the hurdle we were talking about is people aren't necessarily interested in sitting and watching something for 30 minutes or an hour. And our content, our being, again, community media content tends to be more or less long form. You know, right. Four hour city council meetings and three and a half hour planning mm -hmm. board meetings. And, mm -hmm. you know, that stuff's great for people who want to watch that. Yes. And even they don't generally. They just kind of fast forward to the piece that they want to see. Right. And then they let right, it go. Right, right. So, and this is rolling back to that whole thing that, you know, people making videos on their phones. It's all short form. It's TikTok three minutes. And that's, right. that's our story is three minutes. And so how do we compete with that? Or but how you know do what? we incorporate that or recreate kind of what we're doing? and then spit out a version that can be that. But here's the thing. You are creating a thing that is not that. Yeah. So don't be that. I don't want to be that. Right? Necessarily. And so, but I, I would like to be there as Right. Well. And have that audience. Yeah. I get yeah. it. But there is also probably as big of an audience, I'm guessing, that, that that's, that's, that, that's their, not their thing either. Right? And that's where right. you are. And again, it just all kind of boils down to us marketing ourselves, yeah. getting the word out, getting people familiar with the opportunity that exists here. Right. Uh, and, and then us, you know, me getting out and meeting people, going to the high school, meeting with the principal. We're trying to help them create a media department there as well, you know, to offer training, 
get some of those kids involved, get them doing things that may inspire other kids to get away from their phones, to right. actually come here, start working with real equipment, start working in a real production environment and, and get them to understand if, if, if this is something that you're interested in. Right. Uh, and I know that at some point there was this novelty where people were doing things with their phones, making TV shows and movies and that, but they were not really. Oh, I missed that. Because <laughs> yeah, it didn't last very long. Okay. It seems like it. a great idea. Um, but, but there's real, there's real opportunity here. There are a lot of people working in those industries now at high levels who started in their community media centers right. as volunteers, right. as staff people, what have you, um, interns, you know, that's one thing we're really trying to build our internship program here. Um, because this industry is not going away. Video is not going away. Right. It's all here to stay, and and we do offer uh, offer an opportunity for people to be able to come in here and get your feet wet, get some time on task, get familiar with the environment, the equipment, the things that we right. do, the process, right. and take that out into the real world. Um, you know, there's. I just went to the the national broadcasters. Um, the NAB show, our Audio Engineer Society in New York in October and um, was listening to some big time producer guys all sitting around talking about how they can't find help. Really? I mean, and again, not to bring up that P well, word again, but right. that created a vacuum in this industry and not necessarily our industry, but certainly yeah. at the higher end in, in you know the real world, quote unquote, production industry where people had to find something else to, you know, to do um and so now they can't find production assistance now there's huh. you know and it's never been easier to start down here right and work your way up fairly quickly and fly yeah so get your wings so we can help yeah yeah, do yeah. That. so that's something we're also looking at trying to get some younger folks involved and, nice yeah and that helps with the um um What's it called? The um, the worker skills gap stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me about your podcast room. So the podcast room is also our Southampton broadcast facility. Okay. Um, so we, we had <laughs> um, basically a, a nine by 11 room that... Uh, houses the equipment that we use to do our live broadcast from the Southampton town hall. And, um, that's all that was happening in there. And there was a full length wall to wall countertop there. And, um, and then just kind of just random storage. Right. Um, unused real estate, unused real estate. Um, and I had built out a, a pretty decent podcast facility. In it Amherst. looks cool. Um, yeah. And, and then, so I thought, well, let's do that here as well. So, Very you know, cool. I brought Have in somebody to, it? um, low level stuff, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll start happening again. We're, we're still, since it's all new to Testing us as well, out. we're still trying to develop that workflow, mm. um, best practices. How do we teach this yeah, you yeah. Know, and all that? Because there's a, so much potential in there as oh well. my god i mean inside of our podcast 
room is essentially another one of these types of situations where we've got a professional broadcast switcher, yeah. multi-camera switching capabilities, live, you know, streaming, what have you. If you and wanna... so you teach folks how to use all that equipment? That's right. Oh, that yeah. could be dangerous. So we're we're working on all that right now. We, you know, we're we're still. So it's not quite open for everybody to just come. And... Well, um, we can get there very uh -huh. quickly. If you had, if, if, you, if, you, had a, if you had a swarm, if somebody came in here and said, "Hey, I want to start doing a podcast," you'd make it happen. We would get. It I done. love that about eMedia. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Don't think Maybe twice that about it. Be our, our new tagline. <laughs> we make it happen. <laughs> we make it happen. Yes, I love it. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Um, so I think we kind of covered all of the stuff that I wanted to ask you just during the course of common conversation, but, um, what's up, what's up next for you and e-media? What do you see in the next five years? Are you not there? Um, I'm not quite there. You're just I'm, trying I'm like, three years out right Okay, now. three years. <laughs> so this is year two. So I had mentioned, you know, now it's time for me to get out, start circulating, meeting some folks, other community, you know, other directors, executive directors working in the nonprofit sector, um, meeting people that are doing things like city space and, and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Um, and, you know, we're we're working on a relationship with them right now as well. Nice. Um, you know, um, we are making sizable investments in equipment um, because we are, we do have some big holes here that we need to fill um, because we do want this to be a performance venue. Um, we are participating in the art walks now. Nice. So, um, so while we've got a gallery space, yep. right, that's just, we're, I think three or four art walks in, maybe three. Very cool. Um, enough to have our second exhibit here yeah uh that's something that was sort of an unintended thing for me as well to also be a gallery manager yeah right <laughs> but it's cool i, I like yeah. it a lot uh i like the fact that we're able to work with artists in that way now yeah. um and so we'd like to bring in people to perform during art walk you know kind of have that as a thing cool. that we're doing monthly and then expand on that as well um to start having more live stuff happening here um theater, you know, what have you. Really? Um, How cool is that? Yeah. So that requires us to sort of reconfigure things here um, and and kind of go away from what the initial intended purpose for the space was. Which was? Well, it, it was all of I those things. I thought it was things, always supposed to be But it was also not configured to be something that was customizable. Yeah. Flexible. Right? Not terribly flexible. Yeah, yeah. With, okay with respect to especially like our lighting and yeah. that sort of thing. Um, we need to be able to use things that are over there yeah. and were meant to stay over there. Right. We need to be able to pull them into this part of the room. Right. So you need them. a more so modular. That's one thing. Yep. Space. You know, we need audio equipment. We need you know, some new editing. You know, our, our, unfortunately, the cost of the build out was such that it sort of precluded a lot of the equipment necessary upgrades to mm -hmm. equipment. So that, that sort of thing. And then, you know, our, our broadcast server was on its last legs when we finally replaced it this summer. Of course. So, um, so yeah. So for me, you know, getting out in the community, meeting people, um, looking for uh, alternate sources of funding, mm. securing some um, sponsorship and underwriting 
um, again, to support the cost of streaming. Because while I, you know, I told you how we're funded, I didn't mention the fact that because we're streaming, and that means that people don't have to be cable subscribers to watch our channels. Right. That that we're essentially helping the yes. thing that's killing us. <laughs> so, um, so we know the cure is your heart disease. Yeah. So yeah. we're we're uh, in. Um, in a position now where I can say, look, you know, we're streaming, we can get your name out there and we can, you know, show you are a sponsor or an underwriter. We have that sort of, um, promotional mechanism. Our new website will be a huge, I can't uh, wait to see it. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Um, because in order for folks to take advantage of, um, you know, what's, what you have to offer, uh, you know, how do they find out about any of that stuff? Yeah, I mean, our, our existing website's still intact. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'd say, you know, stop in, see us here. So this is what I think also, too, maybe many folks don't necessarily understand is that it's very informal and friendly here. You know, you could you easily, I could just come walking in and say, hey, guys, I got this idea. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think about this? And you're like, yeah, Mo, let's do that. I'm like, okay, when? And you're like, well, how about now? And I'm like, okay. You know, it's like, it's that. <laughs> well, I don't want to set that precedent necessarily. Well, but it's that easy. Or, you know, how I mean, about next month or whatever it yeah. is. But Yeah, yeah. There, there are very few barriers. Um, yeah, you, you guys know. are very eager again, to help. What we are here to do is to help empower people to do this themselves. And, you do. and so, you know, ideally somebody comes in and says, hey, I have an idea. Help me learn how to do it. Versus, hey, I'm, I've got an idea. I want to come in your studio and and you produce it for me. We we would prefer that people, um, you know, have some help or or that we have a network of people. Like right. that's that's the other bigger piece here is that we need to start generating some real membership here and right. some volunteers and folks that we can contact and say, hey, so and so is doing a show here. Uh, or, you know, who's available to help out? Right. Um, and that's where, again, having interns is yeah. very helpful. Maybe getting some students from the schools. Um, yeah. And then, then we do have that sort of base. Um, you know, all we need is a half a dozen, you know, right. serious volunteers. Right, it's not that, that big. That are available. I mean, I've got Jackson back there. This is a one-man show right now. I know. You know, um, it's not that hard. He's amazing. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I would say that, um, you know, it's it's not scary. You guys made it very comfortable to come in. And, and I, you know, it just so happens that I tend to be an extrovert. But I also think you also, you and your team have helped me become a better person and a better uh, question asker. And I, I feel like there's so much more for me to learn. And I think you guys support me in getting to my full potential in what it is that we're trying to create here. So I appreciate that very much. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. So it's not scary. It's great to watch the transition, you know, and to watch how you started. Yeah. Watching how you are improving as a host and and, uh, the quality of the the guests you're bringing in here. And this is a really a a great part of what we do. Yeah. Getting to meet all the folks you're bringing in here and that helps us as our well. Our community so. and our business folks and our, yeah. and it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, as long as you have a good story, let's hear it. Yeah. Right. 
All right. Is there anything that I did not hit on that you wanted to bring out to the world? Um, no, I, I think you did a great job. Thanks. You did too. all the bases. Yeah. I look forward to um, a lot of partnerships between the Chamber and E-Media and yeah. a lot of putting out a lot of good stuff into the world. All right. All right. So thank you so much for being here with me today. Pleasure. Jeff thank Mastriani. You. Thank you, E-Media. Um, for helping us make us look and be the best that we can be. And where can people find you? EastHamptonMedia.org. Nice. Facebook, nice. Instagram, All East of it. Hampton Media. Yeah. Nice. So many thanks. And if you want more information about East Hampton Media, check out the, their website. If you want to know more about the Chamber, um, check out our website, which is EastHamptonChamber.org. You can listen or hear any of our podcasts. Uh, that includes Drop the Mic and uh, mind your own business um, on uh, either YouTube channel, either the eMedia YouTube channel or our YouTube channel or anywhere that you hear, watch, or listen to podcasts. So I encourage you to hit that like button, button, ring the bell, subscribe, and help us share all of this really interesting good stuff that eMedia is doing and all of our businesses that we get to talk to. So I appreciate it. All right. Peace. Babies. <laughs>